Hello, and welcome to this episode of the 5Ws podcast. Today, we are looking at episode four of the Disney Marvel Studios series, Loki. You know, it's funny. Sometimes um, I want to refer to shows like this as TV series, but, but in a way, they really aren't anymore. They exist on streaming services and don't even get broadcast by traditional television stations. Just, just an interesting way of looking at it. We're, we're in a different era. It's not so much TV anymore. But anyway, yeah. I'm Macca, and with me is... So let's get started. Lots of spoilers too. You have been warned. Who? The star of this episode is Loki in his various incarnations. What? Episode four of Loki. Where? A bit of dancing around, but most of this episode is set at the TVA HQ. When? A few jumps, but mostly set after the previous episode. Why? Into the second half of the series, working towards a climax, surely they can't deal up any more excellent cliffhangers, can they? Okay, we open this episode with what is clearly a young Sylvie in Asgard playing with her toys. Suddenly, a troop of TVA agents enter Asgard through one of their portals, much to Sylvie's shock. Sylvie is apprehended by Ravona. She's just a hunter at this stage, and as we'll see, it's a wonder she gets promoted. And dragged back before a judge at the TVA. Young Sylvie is very plucky, and before a sentence can be passed on her, she steals Ravona's tempad and jumps away, starting her life on the run from the TVA, it would seem. Okay, so these events would seem to blow apart my theory that Sylvie is a Loki from the future. Seems like she is one from the past who existed in a timeline that had to be pruned for, or, you know, just basically stopped for some reason. I wonder if it will ever be explained to us why that was the case. Also interesting to see Ravona starting as a grunt. How did she get promoted after that stuff up, though? The episode then jumps forward to our present day. Sylvie and Loki are still stuck on Lamentus, awaiting what seems to be their inevitable doom. We then cut to Ravona back at the TVA. She's been to see the timekeepers, and when she leaves their chamber, she comes face to face with Mobius. He's wondering what the hell's going on. Where is Hunter C20? And what happened to Loki and Sylvie? Ravona tells Mobius that C20 is dead, with no real satisfactory justification as to why some crap about her mind being scrambled by Sylvie's enchanted brainwashing. Mobius clearly suspects that something is up, but holds his tongue from saying more. Back on Lamentus, Sylvie and Loki use their remaining time to get to know each other a bit better, with an increasing stronger bond forming between them. Disregarding who he, she, they are, Loki starts to feel a romantic connection with Sylvie. These feelings then trigger a nexus event, which allows the TVA to track the pair down and pluck them away from their seemingly inevitable doom. Just in time. I think that's actually the ep- that title of the episode, the Nexus event or Nexus event or something like that. So pretty generic title for what's going on. So anyway, um, some good character building here, not just with Loki and Sylvie, but also between Mobius and Ravona. I'm really impressed with Owen Wilson's work here. Yep. I don't think I've seen him in such a dramatic role before. Most of the time I've seen he's been a buffoon or a clown type character. 
and he's really holding his own and then some here. So great work from him. You've got to get into the Wes Anderson stuff that he's done and written. Oh, someday. <laughs> Before Sylvie and Loki have a proper chance to react to being found by the TVA, they are captured and dragged unwillingly into custody. It's unclear what they have planned for Sylvie, and it also looks like Loki has burned up pretty much all of his goodwill at the TVA. The two are separated, and Loki is thrown into a some sort of time loop cell where he has to endure his own personal Groundhog Day, reliving an unfortunate encounter with Lady Sif in Asgard over and over again, much to his annoyance, embarrassment, and eventually sorrow at being such an arsehole to her. Great to see Jamie Alexander back as Sif. She hasn't played the part since 2013 for various reasons. I'll go through some of them in a minute. I thought her character had died with most of Thor's other buddies in Ragnarok, but apparently not. She's also supposed to be back for real in the next Thor movie. What's the name of that one again? Uh, Love and Rocket. Thunder? Yeah, I think, I think it is. I think so, yeah. So just reading her injury list from some of her films today, listen to this. In 2012, she suffered severe injuries when she slipped off a metal staircase during a rainy morning on Thor The Dark World set. The fall caused her to slip a disc in her thoracic spine and chip 11 of her vertebrae. Fuck. Mm. As well as dislocate her left shoulder and tear a rhomboid, whatever the hell that is, in the right <laughs> side. Um, the injuries took, it, took her out of filming for a month. Then during another movie after that blind spot, um, she experienced many injuries, including ruptured C6 and C7 discs from being waterboarded, herniated T3, T4, T8 and T9 discs, broken nose, dislocated right shoulder, broken right index finger, broken left foot, broken left two toes three times, broken right foot, broken right two toes, dislocated jaw and other injuries she wasn't allowed to disclose. Ah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what happened to the yeah. stunt double? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, how the fuck was she even walking? A very brave girl, but oh my God. So that's that's just, and that, that was just one movie where she got all of those frigging injuries. So oh, they were doing something <laughs> wrong there, that's for sure. Like I say, it's just a one she's still alive. Before getting shoved into his Groundhog Day moment, Loki tries to explain to Mobius that he has been lied to about himself and about the nature of the whole TVA. Clearly, Mobius has been having his own doubts as well. This leads to a scene where Loki is removed from the time loop and Mobius tries to explain to him the Nexus event that followed the TVA to find Sylvie and Loki. He also uses some cool mindfuck techniques to convince Loki to admit that he cares for Sylvie. Or he cards for Sylvie, apparently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 thought, I, I thought the way that um, you know, he told us Sylvie was dead and all that stuff told him Sylvie was dead and all that sort of stuff. That was just really, really effective and got what he wanted out of Loki as well. So he's got some, some you know, skills at being a bit of an um, uh, interrogator. Uh, it really seems like we're seeing Loki's very nature changing here, like he is finally starting to mature and grow up a bit. It could be the first time he has cared for somebody else apart from himself, his adoptive mother, and to some degree Thor even though that was more often of a love-hate relationship. By having a growing concern for Sylvie, is he also developing more respect for himself? Ooh, deep. Mm -hmm. One thing is certain, it is going to be very difficult for Loki to be exactly the same person he was at the end of this series compared to how he was at the start. 
As Loki has more success convincing Mobius that all is not right at the TVA, there is a similar realization taking place in the mind of Hunter B-15. Since she was enchanted by Sylvie back in episode two, she has started to realize that something has changed in her mind, and she also realizes that she had a real life before being drafted into the TVA. Needing answers, B-15 goes back to Sylvie's cell and uses her tempad to take both of them back to Rock's cart just before its destruction. There, Hunter B-15 demands to know exactly what is going on and what her former life was. Sylvie shows her. Nice effect with the rain in that scene. Mm. Um, it would have been nice to have seen a little bit more of what was happening, of what happens between Hunter and B-15 after that. They just kind of end it. But the episode was trying to pick up pace, so they had to leave things there. I understand why they did it, but it was, still would have been nice. Yeah, I was, I was hoping we'd actually see a flashback of, of B-15 in, in yeah, the that, real Yeah, that would world. have been good too. But like I say, but yeah, you're maybe right, they right. filmed it, but I reckon they were pressed for time. They were really trying to pick up the pace, so yeah. Mobius goes to see Ravona and the pair celebrate what seems to be the end of the Loki case by sharing a drink together. Ravona gets really crypt Mobius, but she seems to see it as her way of protecting him. It's getting pretty clear that she has feelings for him, but is unable to express them. Not being able to understand what she is really saying, Mobius distracts Ravona and uses the moment while her back is turned to switch tempads with her. I wonder what his job was before he was drafted into the TVA? CIA? Lol. Lol. <laughs> I thought there were a few cross lines in his conversation with Ravona. Essentially, she was trying to warn Mobius that his life will be in danger and she wants to protect her favourite agent. So sad in so many ways, especially when you know what's coming. Mm. After swapping her pad, Mobius goes and checks out what's on it. He finds a recording of an interview with C20, who is very clear that after her enchantment by Sylvie, that she is able to remember her past life. We see Ravona stop the interview, clearly not wanting any further revelations from C20. Finally convinced that Loki might be right, Mobius goes to see our hero to sort things out. While moving at a cracking pace, this episode still managed to squeeze a lot of squeezing a lot of human drama. Very, very enjoyable and not too drawn out. You know, it's not stop and you know, do something, it just, just blends in well. Falcon and Bucky would have made three boring episodes out <laughs> of this one episode for fuck's sake. Mobius goes to Loki, takes him out of his cell, but the pair are intercepted by Ravona and a bunch of agents. Ravona knows what Mobius has done and sick of his shit has him pruned in what is a heartbreaking moment. I felt really sad for a character played by Owen Wilson of all people getting <laughs> killed. That's how good this show is. Of course, the jet ski's got a mention in the emotional moment as well. So is this just a comic book death, Maka? I think we're all fingers, expecting to see Fingers Mobius. motherfucking cross because <laughs> I absolutely love this character. Yeah. I know I know there's supposed to be maybe variants of Mobius, but yeah, I, I want Owen Wilson back. I mean, like, yeah, he's made this show. I mean, of other than all, all the other sort of characters, but yeah, he's I fucking yeah. love this. Maybe he's he's got character. that he's got that kind of emotional core of the show sort of thing going on. If yeah. anything, he's probably a bit of the sort of like um, Grogu sort of equivalent. The one you know you're seeing it kind of through his eyes and that sort of thing. Yeah. and and he is being messed around and all that sort of stuff. So I, I would expect to see him back in some sort of capacity, even if it's just at the end, maybe on a jet ski or something. Like that. <laughs> that'd be cool. But, but that'd be cool. That'd be a good way to do it because. <laughs> 
I don't know. I think the purpose is going to be to try and free people from the TVA somehow, make it so they're voluntarily working for it rather than yeah. involuntarily. That sounds cool. Yeah. So I don't know. It really depends. The time has come and Loki and Sylvia drag before the timekeepers to be pruned once and for all. The appearance of the timekeepers does seem to be a bit on the underwhelming side and it's wondered why Loki's were dragged before them just to be pruned. We don't get too much time to wonder though, as Hunter B-15 shows up, unlocks the control collars on the Lokis and tosses Sylvie her sword. The battle begins. There is a big fight with Loki, Sylvie and B-15 taking out the TVA agents. With Ravona knocked out, Sylvie throws her sword, decapitating one of the timekeepers. The head falls away, revealing that they are androids. So who are the real timekeepers? What are they? Sylvie is especially disappointed by this. Seems like she has been led up the garden path. Not really comprehending what's going on, Loki decides that this is the appropriate moment to reveal how he feels about Sylvie, only to be stabbed in the back and pruned by Ravona at the last second. Now that has to be a comic book death for fuck's sake. And it's like, oh, we're going to kill the main character of the series in episode four. It's like, fuck off. But still, it's very effective. Stunned. Sylvie quickly overpowers Ravona and gets into a position to inflict a death blow. Ravona tells Sylvie to finish her off. Sylvie knows better and demands that Ravona explain everything instead. And you know, Maka, one thing this series hasn't had yet is action during the credits or after the credits. Funny, eh? If they did do it, wouldn't it be like us continuing this action after the end recap bit? Halfway through the closing titles, we cut to Loki. Alive? Yay! Yay! He wonders if he's in hell. Spelled H-E-L. Oh. Yeah. He finds himself face-to-face with four people in one of the weirdest closing shots ever. So who do we see? One of them is Richard E. Grant. While we have no idea where, when any of this is happening, the credits specifically list these new variants as follows. Classic Loki, Kid Loki, and Boastful Loki. The alligator does not get a credit. Not really fair. So the alligator also has um, Loki headgear on, and to the best of my knowledge, alligator Loki has never appeared in the uh, comic books. Kid Loki has appeared in the comic books. Tick. And Boastful, I don't think, has. No, Boastful hasn't, no. And, and classic Loki was um, the original costume for the character or something yeah, like that. That's great. What I read. So I also read some speculation saying, oh, it, it's the classic Loki is going to be the timekeeper. Like, oh, I'm not so sure about that either <laughs> somehow. So I don't know. So it was also worth noting um, in the background, it looks like the, uh, the destroyed Avengers building. So the speculation I've read is that these variants are hiding after an apocalypse of some description. Really? And okay. My only quibble with this episode is I would have liked to have seen more of the bombing of the sacred timeline. Actually, it's not my only quibble. This is just one point. That, you know, the bombing of the sacred timeline from the end of episode two seems like this has been dropped completely you know they must have solved it whatever i don't know it was it was just really a distraction so sylvie could get at the timekeepers i i thought it was going to be more than what you know it was shown to be still would have been nice to see 
those um, reset bombs going off throughout the galaxy, causing problems. Yeah. But anyway, okay. Um, a lot of this person, a lot of this episode was talking and exposition, but it had me hanging off every single word and at the edge of my seat. Great stuff. This is how it is done. And listen to me, Absolutely. everybody else producing <laughs> these shows with fucking filler episodes, because th- this this series to me is literally all killer no filler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. You know what Absolutely I mean? Absolutely true, it, man. It, yeah. it, it's just they they've just structured it in such a way and written it in such a way that it just keeps going. It doesn't really stop. You know, like I say, it st- it, it slows down a little bit for character moments and that sort of thing, which is which is important and really helps. I mean, um, we, you know, to me, it's like, I feel, I don't know about you, but I feel like we genuinely care for all the characters in yeah. the show, even Ravona, even though someone's like, oh, she's evil Ravona. And it's like, no, I don't think she's. No, nah, I think, I think she's, he's under the brainwashing or, or like there's some zombified sort of version of her, uh, like keep, you know, I'm following the rules because I, you know. Mm, yeah. I think she's just following the rules. I think she might be the one who, probably does know the truth out of anybody in yeah, the TV, yeah. but, but she she knows better than to go against it, all that sort of thing. Because I, I, I'm betting going against it will probably get everybody killed or something like that. Same as it got Mobius killed or or allegedly killed or all that sort of thing. Here's a theory. Maybe Miss Minutes is in charge of everything. <laughs> 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 Haven't seen her for a while and girl, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> um, most of my theories in regards to what's going to happen in this show were blown apart in this episode. Um, but to be honest, it doesn't bother me. You can't see what's coming next. It's not predictable. And that's rare in so many shows. Um, the only one thing I did predict, predict, and that was only in a text message to you, whereas I said the timekeepers might be a facade like the Wizard of Oz, which they did yeah. turn out to be. Um, yay. <laughs> Is that why people are scanned to see if they're robots slash androids when they enter the TVA to start with? That's a possibility, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So if, if the people running the show are robots, yeah. So I, I, what, what, do you, what do you got to say at this point? Well, I, I, I sort of saw an article uh, sort of during the week that this is now becoming the most um, wanted to watch show per week uh it's it's taken over from what uh they mentioned was game of thrones like each week everyone mm. was like i want to go i need to watch like as soon as like game of thrones yeah. was on bang everyone wanted to watch it yeah. loki is now taking that slot um each week which I totally understand oh yeah because because yeah like i mean with game of thrones I know, I know there's books but like you know how many people actually read all those books yeah yeah but it also sort of always sort of ended on a not a cliffhanger, but like, you know, you wanted you to see wanted the next more. episode. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and Loki's doing exactly around. the same thing. I mean, yeah. it's it's also like, I mean, I, I, I'm i sort of surprised that it is Loki because I would have thought the Mandalorian may have taken that slot. But look, you know, I totally understand that, you know, Loki to me, is it's, it's the same as um, how Mandalorian is in regards to, you know, I want to see that next episode now. It's so binge yeah. worthy. It's so, you know, I want, yeah. I want, yeah. I want, I want. <laughs> That, that's the nature of it. It, it, it. In a way, I, I don't know. This isn't a criticism, but I'm just observing. I, I think with Fal- Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think we were promised something we didn't really get. I think we were promised this huge action-packed series. 
and it really dulled out. And it, but even with this show, I think we're just promised like, you know, Loki zany adventures working for the TVA, and it hasn't been that at all. It's like, no, I mean, no. It, it's it, I don't mind, but but it's been really different to what I expected the series to be. I, I thought it was just going to be just a complete ripoff of Doctor Who, but it's 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 evolved from way beyond that sort of thing now. So, but this is all really good. But yeah, as you say, if 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 it's building that sort of thing, I did read somebody today saying, oh, some people don't like the way the show's done with some things. And some people have found the show to be unengaging. I was like, you know, it sounds like that. They, those people would be called idiots or just people who are too dumb to follow what's going on, I would suspect. But because, yeah. you know, really, it, it, with everything else we've looked at, not we've looked at a huge amount of shows, but th- this has just struck that right sort of tone of engaging. You know, it's like, it's like the Nevers where it re- all of a sudden really picked up in episode six, but that's freaking episode six for God's yeah, sake. Yeah. You know, th- th- this has been just, you know, just plowing through and it's like, whoa, every episode. And like I say, but by, by you get to an episode like this where you're hanging off every word and you can't wait to see what happens next and all that sort of thing. And then you can't wait to see what happens next episode. And even if it is just a week, it's still like, Oh, I want to see now. I want to see. Yeah, now. All that absolutely. Sort of absolutely, man. <laughs> and, and like I was saying before, I'll probably edit it out where I said it before. And like I was saying before, that the, the end of this episode was more like something you'd expect to see at the end of a season. And yeah. same with same with episode two, even 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 episode three to a large degree. So they 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 really got this sort of cliffhanger thing down to a fine art. They know how to use it. They know how to engage people, and it just demonstrates where if if used correctly, things like cliffhangers that sort of thing can really really pull you along and get you going. Yeah, I, I want to see more of this show. Other questions I've still got to ask: When people are disintegrated by one of the TVA sticks, is that really the end for them? Obviously, it wasn't for Loki, but I'm just starting to wonder if everybody gets maybe blasted off to an alternative timeline they can't escape from, or something like that. I don't know. And well, then- I was kind of thinking that as well, but I've also was sort of thinking like when you sort of mentioned this earlier: um, Do they maybe just get put back into the timeline? where they were poached by the TVA yeah, to, to, to an extent. I mean, I know Loki's probably a little bit different, but because like, obviously he's going into a timeline where there's a whole heap of Lokis, but I'm just sort of wondering, you know, is it a well, way they're, for the... They're all supposed to be variants, though. So I, I don't know. It's possible. Ah, true. Yeah, yeah. They're all supposed to be variants. They're all supposed to be from a timeline that's being shut down. I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. But once again, this this to me is one of the strong points of this show. That we can have a debate. We can we can talk about it like this and really tr- get into the nitty gritty of it. And 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 that's and that's why it's to me like as you, as we as I sort of mentioned earlier just just recently, it's like Game of Thrones. You, after you've watched it, you wanted to discuss Game of Thrones because like, is this going to happen or is that going to happen? Yeah. And this is yeah. the same as what's happening here. I mean, and, and it's also the same as with Mandalorian. But like, yeah, it's just sort of. Yeah. You know, when you get a show that you want to discuss afterwards, yeah, it's it's you know obviously yeah. it's doing its job. Yeah, the Americans call it the water cooler thing, where everybody yeah yeah the water cooler the next day gets around and talks about it. And I've I've heard people doing things like that with friggin' maths and all that sort of shit. <laughs> but 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 for me, this is this is one that actually gets me in like this, and not many shows do. Like I say, I, I actually care about these characters, and in a lot of other shows I've seen, I'm kind. Of, Meh to a lot of characters in the show, but <laughs> this one, yeah, when 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 Owen, when when Mobius got blasted, that was a really serious moment in the thing. It was like, oh my god, yeah, I was like, know? what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was just done really well. My only real criticism, apart from the uh, bombing of the sacred timeline thing, my only real criticism is there could have been more screen time for Sylvie, possibly, possibly paralleling 
what was happening to her while in prison compared to what they were doing to Loki while he was imprisoned. But they would have drawn out the episode and slowed it, slowed yeah. it down. I understand why they did it. Still would have been nice to see it though. So I, yeah, um, I mean, I, I want to know what she actually did, like why the TVA had to come and get a you know a 10-year-old yeah, well, well, Sylvie. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I, is that going to be revealed to us? You know, what why was it that a female Loki was too much for the timeline? I don't know. Maybe maybe they were going back and going after because of what she did in the future. I don't know. That that's the thing. So oh, true. Yeah. You know, although it doesn't really make sense because it was no a, because they had to. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, but, but that, that's just the nature of this. So I'm going there. I'm giving this one five out of five. Fuck it. Um, I enjoyed it that much. It was and uh, I was just really great action, awesome drama. I really care for these characters, and I just couldn't see anything that I could majorly floor it from. Because I, I I can just see they were, you know, they must have. Oh, the people who made this must have been so busting to get it out there because they knew oh, it for was sure. gonna, yeah. you know, they knew just by the nature of how they're setting this out that it was gonna draw people in. Like I say, the fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier people really need to hang their heads with shame. Yeah, I, I and, think and, I, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. I mean, I agree with you on Falcon mm, and Bucky. Yeah, but I'm gonna but I'm gonna give them a, a sort of a leave pass because I think seriously, I think COVID stuffed them up. Oh, it might have, yeah. Somehow they've been able to cope with Loki, but but saying that it's it's been more of a set show than actually out in um in the real world filming. Yeah. So maybe that's sort of been a benefit. But yeah, I, I think definitely the writing on this is a lot stronger. Yeah, I I I, I don't know. I, I think I think Falcon and Winter Soldier to me always looked a bit more like it was just a stretched out movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think Falcon and the Winter Soldier probably could have gotten away with just say three or four episodes, or or just being a movie. I, I think yeah, there, there was it was it was the filler that really killed it for me. So and I understand that you know COVID did make things difficult, but I don't know they still must have had problems producing this in regards to COVID and all that sort of stuff as well. So I don't know. It it really depends. But yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll give this one a strong five out of five. I, I just think it's a really strong episode nothing major that i'm looking at it going oh you know i didn't like that or anything like that and j- just that killer cliffhanger at the end is like Bruh. yeah that that, that tease, it's a teaser too i mean it's just, it's just like oh i mean i know i mean i know you and i we sort of sort of a little bit of research and we know that richard e grant was going to be on the show yeah but yeah. we weren't knowing what he was yeah. going to be on you the know, show what capacity or anything yeah. like that so we, we kind of spoiled it for ourselves but what the fuck is still just fucking good anyway because he's just, he just that sort of actor he just turns up and like yeah this is going to be all oh, right so. i mean <laughs> i i mean i think as i said like i think we sort of said like oh mm-hmm. i did he, he's got to be a loki like he mm-hmm. just has that sort of like we know he can have that demeanor and that sort yeah. of sort yeah. of you know yeah why he played was it was it with nail and i i mean is that is that the movie with is it with with nail and i yeah yeah, yeah 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 like in that you can sort of see he's a slight loki type you know oh, yeah like. yeah yeah well you never know um hiddleston <laughs> might have even based his performance on that it wouldn't surprise me so um same as johnny depp stealing bloody keith richards act to do the pirates of the caribbean <laughs> film <True>. so <laughs> I, I i think people have been doing that sort of thing for years and but but it's paid off well here um, he's got, I noticed that, um, he's got a, um, Richard E. Grant's Loki. He's got some sort of satchel or shoulder bag or something like that. Yeah. That's... I'm looking at it. It's like, what's he got there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be nothing or is that going to be something or, and, and what's the freaking crocodile alligator? Alligator, alligator Loki. Yeah. That, that, what's that, that going to fucking do? <laughs> I know. I, I, that, that's what I mean. I, I hope it sort of gets 
slightly trippy uh like you know it actually <laughs> talks or something like you know i think that yeah. would be really cool yeah are, are, the, are these loki's that have been pruned or trimmed from the timeline already i think that's probably going to be the case i, I think with yeah. richard e. grant you, you would think richard e grant would be future loki of some description um the kid one wouldn't necessarily be child loki because who knows and then you got the um then you got the boastful loki and God only knows how he figures into it, and the crocodile one, alligator one. So, I don't know. It, it like I say, it's it's got us hanging. I just wanted to get this done today because I just you know I loved that so much last night. It's like yeah, mm. I just want to get this done asap. So, what would you give it? Yeah, I oh, uh, can I can I do a four point nine? Yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. yeah, yeah no <laughs> I worries. mean, yeah. like I yeah. mean, I I absolutely love this episode, and and as I said, I was totally wasn't. I mean. That like I say, okay, four point nine for the episode, and then when that last bit came in, yeah, we'll probably pump it up to a five, <laughs> yeah, or, but even you know, probably a six, you know, like yeah, oh, it just, yeah, it just yeah. sort of like oh yeah. man, like I want next episode, <laughs> I want to know who these Loki's are, yeah, these variants are, and yeah, but like yeah, it's such yeah, I, I I maybe sort of think this could be maybe the best episode of the season so far. I, I just think I, I have I, everything, I mean, even I, I know, you know, I love the talky yeah. bits in it. I mean, like yeah. It was talking, but it wasn't like, you know, a dragged out sort of talking. It, like I said, no. it, it, it had you hanging. Yeah, yeah. It had you hanging on every single word, all that sort of stuff. And, uh, and like I say, they've, they've, they've had the guts to wrap these episodes up the way they are with, with really, really strong endings that really, really drag you in. Like I say, not every show can do cliffhanger endings all the time. And not every show should do cliffhanger endings all the time. But this just really lends itself to it. And like I said, after the last one, it's like, oh, what's a cliffhanger? It's like planet about to crash into them. And it's like, what's this cliffhanger? It's like, oh, even more action packed in its own way. So yeah, yeah I, I don't know. So um, really good performances from everybody all around. No, no, nothing can be faulted. The effects look great. Yeah. Everything looked good. So uh, just two more to go. So hopefully, oh, I, I, really? I think, yeah, that's episode <laughs> four. So only five and six to go. So, oh, man. I mean, I haven't even seen President Loki yet. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm reluctant to go back and look at that trailer now just because uh, unless they did the old trick of going and filming stuff they weren't going to use or stuff that got cut out, it's like I don't want to go back and look at that trailer now and see something. <laughs> it is actually a spoiler for five or six maybe. I'd rather not know at this point. So I'm holding off on you know finding out what's going on with that. Maybe that's just a ending of the series or something like that would they be that cheeky anything's possible with this show it's possible, about yeah so yeah. we're really going to have to wait and see maybe maybe he gets a holiday from the tva and just goes nuts and comes back to them or something i don't know <laughs> I, I don't know just what the way they've left everything is like i don't know how he's going to be working for the t i don't know how the tva is going to exist by the end of this but We'll just have to wait and see. So anyway, all right. Well, I'm going to wrap it up there. So, yep, really good episode. Hopefully more to come. Two two more weeks to go. Oh, no. What's, what's after that? Probably what if, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. When's, when's the, um, and we got. Um, got Black Widow next week. Black Widow next week. That's that. I saw they get a four or four. 
four. Oh, I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm closing my eyes to that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, no, well, they gave it a good review and said it's. They said it. They said get this. They said it was worth the wait. And it's like, oh god. Okay. <laughs> That's a. Big we'll score. see. We'll see. We haven't <laughs> yeah. seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet. <laughs> the All five right, well, W's will get into it. Yeah. Come on, DC. Where's something good? I don't want to wait until next year for. Because what was a Batman was supposed to be this year, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I, I saw so, that last week. But yeah, yeah. so like it was supposed to have been released last week. And I was like, oh, what? Yeah. So what? come on, DC, you're really dropping the ball here now. All we've had is Justice League. And while that's good, it was still a bit of a freaking dead end. Mm. So I, I think Batman is the next thing on their release schedule, forgetting about Flash and Aquaman and everything. So they got to get their shit together, man. So <laughs> and, and Star Wars, of course, with the bad bitch. So yeah, anyway. All right, leave it there. So thank you, everybody, for listening uh, to our enthusiastic podcast. And um, we'll talk to you next time. Catch you next week. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Oh, don't kiss them. Who, what, where, when, why? How many ways can you lie? How many ways can you try? How many ways can you die? I can hear you taking a breath after that big oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Keep, keep That's going. all right. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs>